0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he lifts the pilot. What it goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. get ready to rumble it's the halftime show with Omar Dury on Pulse 95 Radio thank you very much for tuning in wherever you're tuned in around the world whether it's 95 FM Pulse95 Radio.com our app Sharjah Broadcasting Authority even if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube shout out to my Instagrammers as well who are first in the building Zofia Shakib, Natalie Mustafa Subi Nadine Ala Fahad Benoit everyone is talking on Instagram live and what a show we have in store for you today following the much-anticipated return Wimbledon is back this month. However, it's back following COVID-19, but there will be, it wouldn't be the same without two of its biggest stars? Find out who those stars are going to be missing from Wimbledon and whether we're going to have that same crunch action. The final 16 kickoff at Euro 2020, but has the draw changed who we think will reach the final? In the fitness segment, we've also got why is strength training just as good as cardio when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals? And I hope you guys are having a wicked Wicked day. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse oh, 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 oh. 95. 95. Oh, that... This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the pilot. What's the goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Whoa. Welcome, what a tune. Shout out to R who dropped the tune. Tunage in the building. Man, it's much better than when I came in, bro. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you guys are having a wicked time. And as those people on Instagram or YouTube are telling me, they're feeling the vibes. And I'm glad you're feeling the vibes because it's a good day to be alive and to be sharing this hour with you here in the heart of Sharjah on Pulse95. Wow, I'm rhyming and I didn't even know it. Okay, what's coming up on the show today? We've got quite a few things. We've got Wimbledon coming up today with two of its biggest stars not in this competition this year. Will it be the same following COVID? Then we've also got the Euros. Of course, we've got to talk about the Euros. But we're starting off the show with a segment on health and fitness. And I've had a few people that have dropped me messages and, and told me, "Yo, Ma, bring back the health and fitness segments? We were liking that. We were enjoying that. But well, I can only bring it back when you guys throw suggestions my way. And we've had the one that's actually really trending at the moment now. And that is actually health and fitness is huge, obviously around the world. But one of the things that a lot of people kind of normally have a look at and say that they have to do because they feel pressure to do it is cardio. They're always saying we hate cardio. Why are we doing cardio? you know we're not getting enough cardio exercises well actually here's the thing the common goal normally a lot of people not for everyone but for some people is to lose weight however one of the things that's neglected often is strength training or even resistance training. Now, why? Why is resistance training so important when it comes down to health and fitness? It's because even though cardio has its benefits, cardio is for the moment, the moment that you're doing it. You feel the the benefits, let's say, instantly, straight away, directly. However, with strength training and resistance training, the advantage you have in that is the fact that you can burn up to 48 hours without actually doing anything. When you're resting after you've had a good strength Training session, then your body starts to react to it. So, why is it so important and why are we neglecting it? Is the question I'm asking you guys out there today. 4215 it-salat or do or send them to my DMs at Omar Dury on Instagram and let me know: are you using strength training, resistance training? And if so, What are the benefits that you've been experiencing? Well, from our side here, we can just tell you straight away that a lot of people feel the pressure. They feel the pressure to be doing cardiovascular exercises. Everyone's thinking, no, I need to get my cardio in. I need to do my my running, my cycling. Yes, those things are fantastic. Very, very good. But you have to rely on it, not necessarily when you have the right strength training program to be able to get your uh, metabolism onto a certain level. Pathway, and if you get it on that route, then all of a sudden you are starting to feel the benefits of longevity, strength, training, being able to feel good about yourself, even 48 hours after you've actually trained your body. So we have this debate a lot, and a lot of people always send their message in: cardio versus weight training. What shall we do? Shall we do one before the other, and then wait till we get enough? Uh, let's say, fitness built up to do the other? Absolutely not. The idea is to be able to get the right balance. We always talk about balance here on the show and I can tell you now that having and striking that right balance already gets you in the right frame of mind. Now, why are we mentioning the mind? Because strength training and resistance training is linked to your nervous system, which is linked to your brain and your mind and the way your body works. And if you get that on the right path and you get into a healthy habit, all of a sudden, your life feels, looks much much better so are you doing enough strength training or resistance training and if so how has it been working for you 4215 does a lot or do or stand to my dms at omar and let me know you know how that's you know how that's impacted you uh, masoud's dropped a question already saying what do you think about gut training well, with gut training, you got to give me a bit more than that, Masoud. I'll tell you one thing. Gut health is very, very important. But gut health comes through the right nutrition and the right probiotics and all sorts of things to fuel your body to get your gut nice and right. Now, when it comes down to the core, that's a different story altogether. So let me know a bit more what you want about that, Masoud, and I'll try and, and, and fill in the dots with that. Uh, Rashid says, before, before all you have to reset... 100. Yes, yes, spicy. That's exactly what I like to hear, especially from you. One of the great examples of Reset and the Reset program. But here's the thing, guys, the common goal, and we find this a lot in this in this region of the world. Genetics is not normally on our side. So people say, well, we need to do a lot of cardio. Okay, good. Cardio is very good. But how about mixing it up with a bit of resistance training? Resistance training, like I said, influences and impacts your body up to 48 hours of um of activity so let's say you have a good strength training session today in the morning let's say i don't know 8 30 a.m and then after that once you've had that strength training session you can you can fuel your body and recover and that's not saying do nothing else for next couple of days move movement is medicine and one of the experiences that i have had challenging recently having um had shoulder shoulder surgery if i can say that properly i can't even talk now Uh, shoulder surgery is is not being able to move as freely and we always say that movement is medicine so without your medicine how you able to move you know fluently well everything happens for a reason so that's why we try and find other avenues and that's where strength training will come in handy and it will come in handy because even though caloric Uh, caloric numbers aren't that great if you put on a heart rate monitor or if you rely on one of those apps to to track your goals, you might not see the calories burning. However, one thing you will see is uh, a difference in how you feel. And that's where we've had this conversation before about numbers and being obsessed with numbers and not having the right, you know, um, the, the right stats to back up your workout. Well, let me tell you something, folks. Sometimes numbers can be deceiving. And even if you're not getting 500, 600, 700 calories. Maybe you're just getting 250 or 300 calories out of a strength training workout. It still has its benefits. And that is the segment on health and fitness on the Halftime Show. And we will be right back after the break talking about the Euros and the Euro 2020 as the round of 16 is happening tonight. Okay, stay tuned for more on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Enjoy the tune. Travis Scott, Goosebumps. This is the Halftime Show. Omar Adori. Oh, he the and This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. One uh, Let's get ready to rumble. Yes. Welcome back to the halftime Show with Omar Abduro. I'm your host covering everything sport, international or local. I hope you guys are having a blessed day. And thank you very much for your message already. If you missed the first segment, man, we were talking about um, the common goal and how strength training versus cardio can actually be the game changer in your health and fitness goals. And a lot of people have been commenting about that as well, with Masoud also talking about that and Florin from New York. Okay, the question is, and Spicy, yes, you asked it before I could is it coming home now we have to say something about those people that you know are genuinely thinking that a lot of the england fans believe it's going to come home what does it's coming home mean it means if the euro 2020s is going to end up uh with the champions being england now there's a quite a bit of sarcasm on that because there hasn't actually been uh england as champions for a very long time so a lot of people are asking if England are actually going to be able to pull through and the me- the question I asked is who is going to win it. So people have been sending their their messages in already. You've got um Shakib saying France, Florence saying Belgium or Italy. Interesting, okay. Well, if I if I had if I wanted you to pick one, Floren, who would you pick? Um <laughs> a lot of people drop in their messages France seems to be the favourites and I think here here's what I think you know might happen in, in the Euros it all depends on squads as we know but also the luck of the draw now for those that don't know what's happening on one side you've got the draws versus the other you have uh, Wales and Denmark who are playing tonight that's going to be happening tonight which is which is quite exciting, actually. Wales and Denmark tonight. It's going to be in Amsterdam. Um, Italy versus Austria. That will be in London. A lot of people touting the Italians, like Nadine, to uh, to win it. Uh, spicy saying Belgium. Uh, but I think also the draw and the way that it's been mapped out can really tell who's going to win. Uh, however, England could not face any more tougher opposition than with Germany. Now, here's here's the thing about management coaching you can never win because even if you win today and you lose tomorrow everyone's going to remember tomorrow so gareth southgate faces his toughest challenge up to date in the tournament against the Germans. And the Germans know how to win when it comes down to knockout stages. Florin is saying Germany are awful but will beat England. Ali uh, Ali Kawash is joining. Welcome, Ali. Shakib is saying Wales and Italy to go through tonight. Okay, so Denmark. You think Denmark will be eliminated? And uh, Rashid is saying he will go with Belgium. But what do you guys think? Text me on 4215 or do who's going to win the Euros? Gareth Southgate, the England manager, There's talks about him getting a contract extension until 2024. And we haven't even finished the Euros yet. And already they are talking about him getting an extension. Now, will Gareth Southgate make another bold move in his tactics against Germany? Now, if you wonder what I'm talking about, in the first game, he opted to play two right backs in the same game. One on the left side, one on the right side. With Kieran Trippier being the slightly more experienced Fullback, back albeit on the wrong side to support Tyrone Mings, it did work out well. England have finished with a clean sheet and two victories out of three games, even with the criticism that they faced. Now, will he make another board move against Germany tonight? And if so, what will it be? I think against the Germans, you've got to You've got to actually be very, very well drilled, very well scheduled. So I, I think very well structured. So I don't think Mason Mount and Chilwell will actually play because they are isolating being in contact with Billy Gilmore of Scotland due to COVID-19 regulations. I, honestly, I'm running out of ideas when it comes down to this whole isolation thing because the whole Scotland team was with Billy Gilmore and they didn't have to isolate. It's, uh, it, it's mad. But that could be a blessing in disguise for Southgate. Who's he going to play instead of him? You know what I would do? I'd throw a spanner in the works people are going to think this is crazy but I would play Jude Bellingham the 17 year old I would play him next to Declan Rice I will play a 4-2-3-1 Sterling has to start for me because he's scored England's only goals Harry Kane is the talisman yes he hasn't been on form but you, you always have to start with him at least there and Bakayo Saka my guy for Arsenal had a great game against Czechoslovakia. I personally wouldn't have started him that game, but he got my other match, so it speaks for itself. Will Southgate stick with him or will he bring back Foden in that right-sided inverted role? Then it comes down to the centre backs as Harry Maguire secure his place alongside John Stones, Kyle Walker, and Luke Shaw. That's the lineup I think will he will go with. However, the changes and the substitutions will be the difference when it comes down to the way. England line up against Germany especially as the game goes on stamina wise endurance wise we all know the Germans are slightly getting to the latter years of their careers with Muller and Cruz being at the top of that however You also need the blend of experience and youth. So I think by starting with Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice, that'll be good. Eventually bringing on someone like Jordan Henderson and bringing on Jaden Sancho will be very, very key in this game, even though he's only had about four minutes of game time. Ironically, he plays in Germany. So will that work in his favor? Um, Rashid asking me, who do you think is going to win it? Oh, man. Between England and Germany, I'm hoping England. I'm hoping. I think if Salke gets this right, I think this will be good. I think the final 16 resuming today is, is massive. And, and have we changed our minds? Be honest now. Be honest. Have we changed our minds about who's going to win it? Some crazy, crazy results, you know, there. Uh, you know, to, to, to throughout the tournament, people were saying France. People were saying Portugal. People were saying Italy. Uh, people were saying Netherlands. It could go either way. I'm still sticking with Portugal. I think Portugal might just edge it. Um, Who's your starting lineup? My starting lineup will be, what, for the England game? I think it will be uh, Pickford in goal, Luke Shaw. Uh, I would go Harry Maguire, John Stones, and Kyle Walker. The two, I would personally pick Declan Rice and Bellingham. I think he will go with Declan Rice and Phillips. And then the three, I will go Grealish in the 10, Sterling on the left. Saka on the right and then Harry Kane up front. That's how that's how I would do it. Um who else we've got here? Unless Southgate changes its formation against Germany, it's going to be very tricky for him to get past the Germans. Well, I mean here's the thing, Shakib, it depends if he matches the three at the back and if he does he can bring Kyle Walker into the free as a third centre back alongside John Stones and Harry Maguire he can play uh, the right wing back Trippier and you can put Saka on the left or even Shaw but then again you're tinkering with the system too many times especially now he only gets one chance to get this right but what do I know about football (laughs) anyway that's the uh, the Euro 2020 segment who are your favourites I'm seeing a lot of people say Italy and France at the moment you know, if you tackle those teams, you never know what could happen. And is there going to be an upset? There's always one upset in this tournament, especially the knockout stages. Could it be England beat Germany? Will that be the upset? Could Italy get knocked out? There's another one for you guys. Hey, I'm just putting it out there. Let me know. 4215, with a out or do. And uh, we're going to play you some Justin Bieber peaches. Clean, version. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar, Omar Al-Dhuri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire that... What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar al on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Drew. Thank you very much for tuning in and connecting with me. If you've missed the show, don't worry. You can catch all of our episodes on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or even if you prefer a visual show, some love, head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and we are there. We've got some fantastic guests covering some wicked topics like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance. Right. Okay. So on the show today, we've spoken about the common goal when it comes down to a a lot of the things we hear about in training and fitness and that is losing weight but sometimes we get over overlooked that when it comes down to the strength training and resistant parts and its benefits compared to just doing cardio so we were discussing that earlier on the show we also asked you well actually spicy asked you i just re-asked you the question is it coming home I don't know if it's coming home, but who's your uh, predicted winners for the Euro 2020? The, the round of 16 resumes tonight as uh, Denmark, Italy, uh, who else is playing tonight? He's playing tonight, guys. Who's playing? <laughs> Italy, Austria and uh, Denmark, Wales are playing tonight. That's what's happening. Uh, but more importantly, let's go over to tennis right now. Now, Wimbledon, Wimbledon, guys. Wimbledon is big, and Wimbledon is finally returning. Uh, however, two of its biggest stars, in um, Naomi Osaka and Simone Halep, are going to be missing. Man, they're going to be missing this year. I'm gutted, you know. Especially coming back to to Wimbledon. Actually, that's where I'm from, and uh, and having the tennis. Everyone's in such a good mood when Wimbledon comes around. So I'm kind of bummed out that they're not going to be there. However two-time champion Andy Murray will be returning so that's been a while since I've seen anything on him (laughs) which is great Um, the Brit has not played an event since 2017 because of injury and the postponement of last year's edition but now people are returning back to Wimbledon so I'm looking forward to that British wildcard Jack Draper you might say who well he's making his Wimbledon main draw debut against defending champion Novak Djokovic how about that if you're a wildcard and you're facing Novak Djokovic on your first game at Wimbledon Ooh. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Brit- uh, British number one, uh, woman's number one, actually, Joanna Conta. She's a semi finalist in 2017. She'll be meeting Czech Katerina Siniakova. Try saying that 10 times in her opener. Um, looking good. But what can we expect from the Wimbledon returns? Conta, Evans, and Nori are all seeded. First time since 1978 that Britain has three seeds in the singles, and there'll be 15 home players and two main draws. That should be good. And also, you've got. Um, the play starts on the outside courts at 11 on Monday with defending men's champion Djokovic opening up at Centre Court. Centre Court's big. Even when your people can even, you know, get the main tickets, they just chill at Centre Court and just watch that. That's that's going to be cool. I'm kind of gutted for Naomi Osaka, actually, because she obviously... A lot was made and publicised after her withdrawal from the Royal um and the fact that it was due to mental health issues and some people criticized, some people got it. I was kind of gutted. I was hoping that maybe she'd she'd take some time out for that tournament and then come back. But you can never put a time on mental health and she's chosen to withdraw herself from the tournament. And rightfully so, I think, you know, you can never rush these kind of things. I'm kind of, I'm gutted for her. But I think with all the speculation about fans returning to the stadiums and and, and back to sport and so many different factors, I kind of wonder how the athletes will respond to having you know, fans back in the stadium. The way it affects our mental health. The way the pressure is different. The expectation is different. Yes people can watch from home but their, when you're there and you, you can hear them almost breathe through the matches Wimbledon is back this year and with fans. Now there's been a lot said about the criticism of fans returning but not being able to return back to the country well... It's coming at a time where, you know, we kind of had to embrace the new norm. Hopefully, hopefully, if everyone's safe, we'll be able to actually see fans back in. Because I must say, the Euros has been great in seeing fans in. And and I was talking about this earlier. Fans add a different kind of pressure, but they can also lift you when you're down. And I kind of like the fact that we're going to be seeing fans back in the stadiums, hopefully, hopefully quite safe uh, and sound. So the Euros and the Copa America is happening now. Wimbledon is happening as well. And I and I I wanna I wanna see how they respond because for those that don't know, during Wimbledon, okay, this is the only time pretty much in the UK we get good weather. <laughs> Unless there's a heat wave. It's very rare. You get the sun out, you get people enjoying the weather. And having lived in London and, and coming from that those sides or those ends anyway, it was nice to kind of see how people are just in a good mood. Everyone's in such a good mood. I could see my neighbors, I didn't even know I had <laughs> I didn't even know much about my neighbors. You can see them during Wimbledon time doing their thing. So I kind of like that. But yeah, who's going to be watching Wimbledon this year, 2021, uh, following the break it's taken? Coming up next, we're answering all your questions following today's show. Is it coming home? If so, how would you line up against Germany? Who's going to win the Euros? We also spoke about the importance of strength and resistance training as opposed to just doing cardio. And right now, we're wrapping up this segment on Wimbledon 2021. Enjoy the break, folks. Here's some tunes from Bruno Mars, Anderson impact Silk Sonic. Leave the door open and don't come back. Actually, please come back. I'll see you in a bit. This is the Halftime Show with Omar on, Adori on, on, on oh. 95, 95 95 Oh he loves the fire and what a goal This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95 Nice strike Oh better than nice <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al Man, I can't believe we're already at full time on the Halftime Show. It's been a great show. Some really cool questions coming in, uh, especially from Masoud, who asked me, what do you think about mental health training? I think it's essential, to be honest, Masoud. I think it's key, and I think it should start from a very, very young age. I think schools and government should be responsible for educating, you know, our youth about what mental health is and how important it is to be able to get the right um the right knowledge and education on mental health. What to expect, how how to respond to it, um, how it's okay to go seek help. There's so many factors I think that are really key. Uh, another comment, yeah, it should be part of the subject. Learning such can enhance the mental health and train us to deal a lot also can normalize the mental yeah mindset's important you know the sometimes people wait till it's a bit too late to kind of figure out why they're not in control i think it's essential to be able to understand all the variables that affect that from family to your roots to your work to your social life to social media technology there's so many different things there but very very nice point point. Uh, another comment. So it's really important to work the youth at the root level so they can understand more better at very young age. Uh, physical health equals mental health. Yes, I think physical health plus mental health equals well-being. Definitely normalize the mental health education. I think that's that's uh, that's very, very important to be able to do that. And, uh, and yeah, you know, when it comes down to educating our kids and, and our youth out there at the moment now, it's very important to be able to have... Not just, you know, teachers talk about it, but also public figures, you know, in in places that have a reach to, you know, a worldwide audience to be able to discuss the importance of it. And maybe even the fact of, of if you neglect it, what comes out of it? You know, it's it's uh, super, super important. Um my uncle, you look great. Mashallah, Germany will be defeated from England. I hope you're right, Khalu. <laughs> I hope you're right. Um, there's a lot of pressure. The Germans are not to be underestimated, especially the way they play. They've got a couple of players in that system that can be found out, but also they have a lot of experience in players like Thomas Muller. You've got you know, Tony Cruz and you've got Manuel Neuer in goal. These are guys that have done it, have been at the highest level, have won World Cups and, and, and still going at the moment. But I think also the, the blend between youth in Kai Havertz and Thomas Werner and Rudiger You know, that will be key. But I think the the game changer when it comes to the German side is Kimmich. Uh, Very intelligent as an athlete, as a footballer, very smart. You've heard Pep Guardiola talk about him. And, and I think the way that he plays the game will be something that will have to be very closely monitored and maybe even define who Southgate plays on that side to be able to get a result against the Germans. We've had a lot of people actually message in and tell us who they think is going to win, you know, um, you know the, 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 the tournament. Uh, a lot of people are saying France and a lot of people are saying Italy. Um, I haven't seen anyone say Germany, which is interesting. So I don't know if that means that they don't think they're going to last that long, but that's going to be good to see what comes out of that. Um, and also surprising, no one said Netherlands, no one said Holland. Uh, you know, who've had a, have had, a have had a good start in this tournament as well. So, uh, round the sixteen starts tonight. We all know that the groups, uh, you know, are going to be key in in uh, in who. Uh, comes out in the round of 16. And then the round of 16, the luck of the draw is another thing. So yes, England might face Germany, but the winner of that, and I know people say, don't look ahead. You got to take one game as it comes. But realistically, they look ahead. They look and see who's up next. The winner between Sweden and Ukraine will face the winner between England and Germany. And here's the thing. I actually think that games like against the Ukraine and Sweden, and if you remember even Iceland, those are the trickier games. Games against Germany and Italy and, and Belgium and Portugal. You know what their players are capable of. You know what's going to happen. You know You know exactly how it's going to go. But will there be an upset in the tournament? I asked that question earlier. I didn't get many people uh, respond to that one. I think a lot of people responded to who's going to win it. But if you look at the round of 16, Italy play Austria. Could Austria upset and win the game against Italy. That would change everything because the winner between Italy and Austria faces the winner between Belgium and Portugal. And and that will be interesting because Belgium-Portugal, I think, is looking like it's going to be probably the tie that everyone's going to turn to. Yes, England and Germany has a lot of interest, but Belgium and Portugal will be interesting. Lukaku versus Cristiano Ronaldo. Then you have France versus Switzerland and Croatia versus Spain. Again, could any of those upset? Could Switzerland upset the world and beat France? And Croatia and Spain, I think they're on, on similar similar levels, so I don't know if, uh, if that will be an upset. Wales versus Denmark, Holland versus Czech, England versus Germany, and Sweden versus Ukraine. We're going to be back uh, on the, the uh, halftime show. It is full-time, as you just heard, the full-time whistle. But I look forward to seeing your faces here again on Monday, three to four um, on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 have a great day folks peace and love and i'll see you on monday love you guys bye this is pulse 95 tune in live every monday wednesday and saturday from 3 p.m